Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. This is the Daily Tip on the BetQL Network, presented by BetMGM. Top of the hour here on the Daily Tip on a Monday after Christmas. I would imagine that most people are not very motivated to go to work today. Maybe we're in that category. Maybe not. We're never telling. I'm Justin Messenger. He's KJ Carson filling in for Michael Jenkins today. KJ continuing on with her conversation before we get to our next uh, segment, which is MVP Monday, who had the best weekend other than Santa and other than kids that got a whole boatload of presents. We were just talking about this Coastal Carolina game and how mind-blowingly frustrating it can be handicapping some of these bowl games. Coastal Carolina, the big news, Grayson McCall is entering the transfer portal, but everything I've read online is saying that he's playing. So he says, and I quote, I will play in the bowl game. So one would think he's probably playing in the bowl game, but I am not an NCAA rules official, and I don't know if he is allowed to play. So it's just another one of those things that I just, I feel like I don't want to play bowl games for this reason. Yeah, it's confusing because it's like, can you talk to other schools, be in the portal, but not in the portal? This sounds like a really bad relationship situation, right? Like, Okay, we go out to eat, we have drinks, we hang out. What are we doing? Like, well, I know we're the other friends, but what are we doing? Is, do you think that there are members on the team? Like, how do you think that this changes the d- dynamic between the quarterback and the rest of his team? If you know your quarterback is leaving and it's not for some reason like, oh, they don't offer this major here. Like, if you know your quarterback's leaving, like, doesn't that kind of put a damper on the bowl game? Or do you just say, hey, I'm going to go out there and try to win a bowl game? Or if you know this is the star that people are coming to see, you might milk that all the way until game time where, hey, he's in street clothes and there's a guy in a suit standing next to him. Uh, yeah, you just don't know. And I, and I think part of that is you do have to sell tickets to these games, right? And if it was a, hey, he's not going to be in this game and it's a smaller bowl game, does that cut into ticket sales? You know, I call it a little bit of a conspiracy theory here, but it's like, if he says he's not playing before the game happens and he's the star of the game for both sides of the ball, or, you know, for both sides uh, of the field, then it takes away the luster of potentially people buying tickets to come see him because that's. Yeah, but we see that see. in other games, like the Wisconsin, Oklahoma State, like nobody cares in that one. <laughs> like, you, Graham Mertz yeah, not playing. Spencer Sanders yeah, not playing. Yeah, but you're in the city of Phoenix. you're in chase field you're hanging out you've got the pool in the outfield you got things to do you know like when you're talking about these smaller these smaller regional teams like you need everybody on board it's like the picnic you know with the small family if one person doesn't bring the plate out of a family of seven you're in trouble but if you've got like 30 people in your family like these big schools do somebody's gonna bring duplicate plates duplicate napkins there's gonna be enough cups There'll be plenty of food. 
But when you've only got like a couple people in your family, one person forgets one thing, suddenly you're like, oh my gosh, like what are we going to eat with? And that's what this, this bowl game between East Carolina and Coastal Carolina is. You know, is all right. It looks like we have a little bit of clarity here. Uh, Bill, our producer, just put this in our chat uh, from an NCAA compliance officer. It might be weird, but going into the transfer portal does not automatically remove a player from the eligible roster. Oh my god! It's just one of those things where these are new rules that we are still getting used to. But it's important to note. So I think this is good information for any better moving forward that just because you enter the transfer portal does not mean you cannot play in that game. We see so many so quarterbacks choosing not to play because why would you want to get hurt, right? So this is literal this is literally this is literally being married and being able to talk and date other women. Like well, like, it's like, being separated, <laughs> right? No, you're still married to the school. I'm still going to play in the game. Right? Like wait a minute, you know, like you still get the I don't know the rules of chicken at dinner, even though you I'm have five mistresses. Closed. Yeah. <laughs> Mine is too. And mine is so closed that there's probably a gun in a secret compartment if it ever gets opened, you know, the, from, from my wife. You know, my wife tells me guns hurt, and, you know, guns are real and bullets hurt. I believe that. And then and, and this is where the NCAA has to step in. If you're into the portal, you're in. Go talk to the other schools. Go hang out at Florida State. Take your little visit to Auburn. Do what you want to do. You're gone. But you can't be talking to these other teams, and they might be asking, hey, what's the scheme that you like best? And then turns around, and your old buddy from college is the head coach at ECU. You don't know that. Spin zone, KJ. The coaches do it all the time. So why can't the players? Uh, because the players are not compensated by the university, right? It's not an, it's not an at-will employee, right? You're not an employee of the university. So the scholarship is supposed to be your payment, you know, but if you're not, you know, you don't go to class, you know, you kind of supposed to lose that payment and it's from year to year. So you're not under contract and you're not a paid employee. Now you may get paid by other people to sponsor their products, but the school could just strip your last name off the back of your jersey. Hi, I'm number nine, and come buy this car. No, they need your name and likeness, not your number in likeness. So coaches can do it all the time because they're employees, and you can't, you know, they're state employees for the most part at these schools. But Well, um, here's the bottom not- line on this before we move on, because we do have to get to MVP Monday. Yeah. I think the NIL de- deals are opening a whole new window, a whole new Pandora's box to – other issues that we have never seen before and we're just now getting used to. So as a better, it's kind of tough to adjust, but it's just another thing. And at least it's not as tough on us as it is on some of these head coaches that are probably dealing with all kinds of new issues with, uh, you know, players who are getting $5 million offers to go join other schools. And with that, let's go to MVP Monday and bring in Double D to give us the candidates. MVP Monday. I mean, I was going to wait, but I guess I should say I'm entering the transfer portal, but I'll finish the show. (laughs) Right. Thank you. But like we do this in a professional setting. (laughs) Like people accept new jobs and still finish out their contracts. Like we've seen that before. But you're not discussing strategy with them while you're at your old. You're still getting paid by somebody else. You're not I don't know. I don't think them. it's as weird as I initial thought. Initially thought. I think it's fine. Yeah. Like if they're going to be treated like almost professional athletes, like you know, it's not that weird. I don't think it's oh, come weird. On. That's like that's, almost. That's my opinion. Almost married. You well, know, like that's those are different. Now. Also, I do believe just 
just to harken back to the Coastal Carolina thing and the odds being so weird, I do think the coach took a new job. So I don't think the coach is going to be – I'm not sure if the coach is going to be on the sideline either. So that could be factoring well, into Well, and David, what you were also saying that you don't think that this line is necessarily a mark on Grayson McCall being out. You think it's just a line that is fine, and as somebody who follows these teams closer than I do, you just think that Coastal Carolina's defense is really bad. Oh, they're awful. They're awful. They're going to give up a lot of – I'm going to play the over in this game tonight hard. So I tomorrow. Yeah. So I'll play it tonight so I don't forget. But yeah, I'm taking the over yeah, on this. It, a, I've, both defenses in. are not good, but I believe uh Eastern or Coastal's defense is worse than Eastern Carolina's defense. Yeah, I think bottom line for me after all this, I think it's a game that I should not play. <laughs> so, David, who are the candidates for MVP Monday? All right, candidates this Monday for MVP. Nominee number one is Greg Joseph, kicker for Minnesota Vikings. Joseph hit a franchise record 61-yard field goal as time expired as the Vikings defeated the Giants 27-24. Minnesota moves to 12-3 and on the season. Nominee number two, Brock Purdy, quarterback, San Francisco 49ers. Purdy helped San Francisco outscore Washington 30-13 in the second half of their 37-20 win on Saturday. Purdy threw two touchdown passes to Greg Kittle, becoming just the second player since 1950 to win his first three starts and throw multiple touchdowns in each start. Purdy is now 3-0, as the 49ers starter and San Francisco has won eight straight. Nominee number three, Jason Tatum, Boston Celtics, 41 points, seven rebounds, five assists in the Celtics, 139 to 118 win over Milwaukee. Tatum hit 14 to 22 from the field and all 10 of his free throws, scoring 20 points in the third quarter as Boston opened up a 14 point lead. Boston Boston's win kept them in first place in the Eastern Conference. And nominee number four, Nikola Jokic. Denver Nuggets, a triple-double with 41 points, 15 rebounds, 15 assists, excuse me, as the Nuggets climbed to first place in the Western Conference with a 128-125 overtime win over the Suns. It was just the fourth 40-point, 15-rebound, 15-assist triple-double in NBA history. KJ, who is your MVP? Oh, as much as I want to go with my man, Jason Tatum, I have to go with Nikolo Jokic. Uh, this this is just absolutely incredible. He's seemingly coming out of nowhere in the MVP race, and I think he's slowly snatching it from the rest of the league. And to, to do what he's doing, and some pieces now starting to kind of follow his lead where – the old story was he was the only guy doing it. Now he's got guys who can do it next to him, and that's why you're seeing the assist numbers just going through the roof. I think about it. This guy's seven foot and dropping 15 dimes a game. That is <laughs> – can we can we just yeah. give him the best weekend ever right now? <laughs> yeah, like it has to be Nikola Jokic. Like it has to be because here's yeah. the thing. MVP on Christmas Day in the NBA is no small feat because we saw the stars absolutely feasting. We had Giannis with 27, Tatum 41, Jalen Brown even had 29, uh, Luka 32, LeBron 38, Joella B 35, and Julius Randle 35. 
But still, you look at Nikola Jokic this year, he is almost averaging a triple-double. And don't forget, he is the reigning MVP of the NBA for a reason. And quietly, he has just taken charge of the Western Conference because that's the other thing. It'd be one thing if he was be uh, putting up these video game numbers and, you know, his team is in last place, but it's not. Quietly, the Nuggets, first place in the West, it has to be Nikola Jokic. He, once again, is doing things that no big man should be able to do, but still, he does it under the radar because he plays on the West Coast. Most people were probably asleep for this game, so MVP of the weekend has to be Nikola Jokic. Wow. Um, Y'all are going to hate me because that is not my MVP. My MVP... It's time to give some kickers some love. It's Greg Joseph, kicker for Minnesota Vikings. Listen, here's the thing. It's a 61-yard field goal to win a game. It is precious. Justin Tucker does that in his sleep. And Justin Tucker, and I would have given Justin Tucker his for that NFL record. I would have given him the MVP for that NFL record. Kickers need love, too. They aren't just the redheaded stepchild of the teams, man. Kickers need love, too. So I'm giving mine to Greg Joseph because, darn it, 61 yards to win a game absolutely deserves my MVP. Well, but he did one thing. Nikola Jokic did everything. Did everything. Thank you. If you take Nikola Jokic off that team, the Nuggets are not in first place. The Nuggets do not win that game. The Nuggets do not even come close to winning this game. Isn't that the de- definition of an MVP? The most valuable person on the team? Wait a minute. It has to be the person who's won the MVP award twice already. If you want to talk about MVPs, you could make a debate that Greg Joseph should be the MVP of Minnesota. How many games has he won this year for them on his leg? He's made a lot, but he's not the MVP. Like, How you many don't games has he won, Chelsea? How many games has he won with a game-winning kick? I'm just saying. Right, but that it's not the same. The like, Vikings is just would, a different game. The football Vikings would not be game. where they are. NBA, there's, there's a reason that NBA players get paid way more. There's only five guys on the court at a time. Nicole Jokic, if you take him off the team, they're not contending. If you take Greg Joseph off the field, the Vikings are still in this position. Like, maybe they don't make yeah. as many field goals. But it's it's apples to oranges. It's not even the same playing field. They're not twelve and yeah, three let's, if let's, Joseph isn't on that team. Come on, let's be honest. Jokic MVP one, Mrs. Claus number two, Santa Claus number three this weekend. Let's just be honest. That's like true. it's not even close. We're discussing a kicker who made a field goal indoors. Indoors, like if it was outdoors in Minnesota in blowing snow. Yeah, what about, who is it, Matt Gay, that made, like, a 55-yarder in, like, 10-degree weather? Like, it'd be one thing if you made it in the snow, in the Super Bowl, in a playoff game, but this is not that. It's indoors. Like, so, no. It's indoors. It's indoors. It's heated. We all have our opinions. Some are right. Some are wrong. Mine just happens to be right, and yours just happens to be wrong. It's not even summer. It's winter. Yeah, who's summer? Okay, so who's if, you're, if you're starting a, a sports franchise, you're picking a kicker. There's a reason no, kickers not are not fair. drafted. That's but, not like, fair. that's what I'm saying. It's not apples to oranges. So, like, it's not fair to compare Nikola Jokic to a kicker because Nikola Jokic is, like, on this, a different level. Isn't it about this weekend? So, like, yes, yeah, but Nikola still, Jokic is It was Christmas Day. Isn't Christmas Day, right. like, the biggest day of the regular season for the NBA? Like I said, the stars were shining the brightest on Christmas Day, and who shone the brightest? 
it was Nicole Yoshi. Yeah, I, so look, me, you and I, I are on the same kid. page. Yeah, I, I, look, you, we're, you know, we're we're on the same page. For more, listen to the Daily Tip presented by BetMGM weekday mornings from six to nine Eastern on the BetQL Network, the Odyssey app, or wherever you get your podcasts.